Hello, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. Not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our... December 13th edition for Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan DeRitter, and we always start off our show with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, thanks for letting us have this show. Thanks for letting us still be on the air, and thanks for this exciting season we're having so far. I pray that we'll be able to continue to um, have great soccer here and great weather and great sportsmanship throughout the rest of the season. And please help the show to be a conduit in order to get the kids the attention that they deserve and that they're not getting. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, hopefully that is going to start changing this week because now football is finally over. And we had a big argument in my class uh, today as to wh- whether or not football gets too much attention uh, compared to the other sports. And uh, I think, quite frankly, you have to ask yourself where we live. Uh, we won't be asking this question in France, but this is Louisiana. And uh, we might have people who speak French, but definitely we're Americans, and America loves fo- American football. So instead of bucking it and complaining about it, let's just make sure that we put the best product on the field, develop our best players, uh, try to have a good national team. I would love to have that one day. And I guess to, in order for that to do to happen – we need to develop whatever players that we do have and try somehow to remove money as an obstacle uh, to putting the players on the field. Okay? Will that happen? I've been trying my best with this show. Uh, what have you been doing? Um, we need to all row together. And then once once um, soccer becomes a major sport worldwide, uh, like our success is worldwide rather uh, then I think a lot of Americans are going to jump on board because like George Patton said America loves a winner and will not tolerate a loser okay uh, when it comes to and I'm talk, talking about the boy the men's national team when it comes to the women's national team they suffer from another problem with the fact of the apathy of women's sports in the world and lack of interest in women's sports in the world Americans are really proud of our women's national team but when it comes to like being year-long women's soccer fans, there's hardly anything to cheer for except for our national team. And, and then they get caught up in our lack of interest in soccer year-round. So it's a vicious circle that we're all dancing with. And I don't know about you, I love the game too much to give it up and to just uh, wave the white flag. And so I'll work with football in order to help them help us because I figured if my guys are making extra points and field goals for the football team, then they might help me with the funding that I need to attract kids to play soccer and to play at a high level. So that's my rant at the very, very beginning of the show. Okay. Uh, today we're going to go over the, uh, the past week's scores. Uh, after our next break, we're going to talk about, uh, boys results but we always start off our show with the girls so let's jump right into the fray as to how the girls are doing uh, compare uh the results to uh, what the top 10 should be and what they are with the, with the power rankings okay so um another rant 
Uh, if you notice, I'm not going to have eight nothing scores talked about here because I just think it. I just personally think eight nothing is ridiculous. Um, I had a referee mad at me because I would not eight nothing a team the other day, and I told him what I would tell you that what good is that going to do? It's going to discourage that team that we're beating from playing soccer again. And a lot of these kids can't afford to play club ball. And it's also going to take away an opportunity for my bench players to play meaningful minutes, okay? Uh, and so I cleared my bench at 3-1, actually, and I won a game 4-1 to one when we really could have, um, you know, kept the foot on the gas and got us a 9-1 victory. And uh, I really just, just don't agree with that, y'all. Uh, I know y'all disagree with me, and uh, the ones who – there's so many teams that won 8 nothing this week, and so I respectfully disagree, and uh, – I understand you're trying to save your players, and but, man, there's only X amount of soccer to be played, and why would you take away playing time from your players or from your teams? Um, it's hard for me to understand totally. I do understand academically why. So if your scores are missing, that's probably why. All right, so with the girls, Covenant Christian beat uh, South Lafouche 7-0, which is pretty close to 8 nothing. Lafayette beat Acadiana 2-1, to one. and uh, it's kind of weird to hear a Lafayette-Acadiana score this early um, when, when you have district in January, unless that was a district game. Uh, that would have been a great atmosphere to go to. Uh, Catholic High New Iberia beat Highland Baptist 7-2. Chalmette beat Salmon 2-0. Newman and Mount Carmel tied at 0. That tells you something right there that both of those teams are ready to roll. Um, North Shore, and by the way, Newman is Division Four, everybody, and uh, of course, Mount Carmel's Division One. North Shore beat Saint Amant four to one. Deritter, no relation to me, uh, beat Sulphur one to nothing in a, a cross-region rivalry. Edie White tied Slidell two to two. Benton beat Neville five to two. St. Thomas More on their historic run or attempt to make history beat Vanderbilt six to one, <clears throat> and that is a Loud statement, if you ask me. Dutchtown beat Baton Rouge High four to one. Saint Scholastica uh, beat Hannon two to nothing. Grace Christian tied Tioga one to one. That's a tongue twister. And then they beat Leesville four to nothing. Cecilia beat Boshin three to nothing. And they beat Holland Baptist three to nothing. Also, Kenner Discovery beat Morris Jeff seven to nothing. And Morris Jeff is a team I'm keeping an eye on, trying to get their feet on the ground let's not uh make them want to quit soccer huh anyhow west washita beat delta three to nothing Hanville beat west jeff seven to nothing i think that's pretty significant uh vanderbilt beat central lafouche three to nothing um dominican and uh, lost to golfport four to one but i hear golfport's fantastic uh lutcher and pope john paul tied at two uhi beats turling seven to zero uh, there's a message there there that Turlings, uh, Turlings is not the Turlings of a few years ago. Uh, Nish beats my alma mater, beats Cecilia 4 to nothing. Morgan City beats South Lafouche 5 to nothing. Ponchatoula beat AOL 6 to 0. Walker beats Slidell 1 to nothing. And then Slidell wound up losing the next game to Pope John Paul 3 to nothing. Central Lafouche beat Edie White 2 to nothing. And the Gator Cup, I have a ton of scores. Captain Shreve beat Alexandria one to nothing, and then Benton one to nothing, and then Thibodeau three to one. Okay, um, then Thibodeau beat Airline two to nothing. 
Grace Community beat North DeSoto 5 to nothing. Caddo Magnet tied Benton 2 to 2. Minden tied Washita 1 to 1. Houghton then beat Washita 2 to 1 and then beat North Caddo 2 to nothing. Evangel beat Northwood 5 to nothing. Um, Northwood beat North Caddo 5 to nothing. Alexandria and Airline tied at 0. Denham Springs beat North DeSoto 1 to nothing. Denham Springs beat Ruston 7 to nothing. Minden beat um, Houghton two to nothing. Airline and uh, Benton tied one to one, and uh, Caddo Magnet and Alexandria tied at two. And the championship games were Thibodeau beat Caddo Magnet two to nothing. Um, uh, and then uh, Denham Springs beat Minden three to nothing. All right, rounding out the girls' scores: West Washita beat Sterling two to one. John Eric beat South Terrebonne four to one. Uh, Academy of the Sacred Heart beat Baton Rouge High School three to nothing. Is Sacred Heart uh, ready to make a run to get back on the top? Morris Jeff, that team I was telling you about, beat Landry three to nothing. But Landry's another team I like to see developed. Uh, Dunham beat East Ascension two to one. Chalmette beat Fisher six to four. Barb beat St. Louis two to nothing. Okay, and Barb y'all is undefeated in Division One and has hardly been talked about. Um, before I before I uh, go to the boys and we go to our break, I just want to talk to you about tournaments. What do you guys think about these tournament games? You heard how many are rattled off, and they all count as legitimate full victories. And those games are probably shortened by 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes in some cases. Uh, should they count on the power rankings like a 80-minute game? Let me know in your comments. You can contact me at Monday Night Football with a M-N-F-U-T-B-O-L on Twitter and on Facebook. And also you could just text me at 504-577-3131 and let me know what you think. I appreciate the coaches who have been giving me input. We're going to stop for a break and, and thank our sponsor, um, Olive Garden, uh, these wonderful people who cook just amazing Italian food. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the boys on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. the Olive Branch Cafe, only the freshest ingredients go into everything we serve. Our dough is prepared daily, and now the West Bank's best-tasting pizza is delivered 10.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. seven days a week. The Olive Branch Cafe, Marrero and Algiers. All right, welcome back to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan Zaretter. I'm the head soccer coach at De La Salle for the boys. I help coordinate the girls and director coaching of soccer innovations. Uh, I just realized that uh, we were such in a hurry. I got a game tonight, uh, but we were in such in a hurry that I didn't go over the girls' power rankings and their top ten. Okay, and let's start with Division Four. The top five is Newman, Sacred Heart, Catholic New Iberia, Episcopal, Pope John Paul, and McGee. Okay, um... Episcopal Baton Rouge, by the way, is fourth, and Pope John Paul II is fifth. Then to round out the top ten in the coaches is McGee, Washita Christian, Homa Christian, Northlake Christian, and Ascension Episcopal. In the original uh, um, power rankings, uh, the top five is Catholic, Washita Christian, Newman, Academy of the Sacred Heart, and Covenant Christian. So... Um, a little bit different. Uh, Academy of the Sacred Heart already is going to just 
Let their numbers speak for themselves and be in that top five. You know, remember, listeners, the top five that matter is the top five that's in the power rankings. So right now you're looking at, again, Catholic, Washita, Newman, Sacred Heart, and New Orleans, Covenant Christian, and then Pope John Paul Episcopal St. Frederick's Ascension and Calvary Baptist. So uh, it's starting to even its way out, but not yet. Okay, in Division Three, the coaches poll has University 1, St. Michael 2, Hannon 3, Loyola 4, Parkview Baptist 5. But the power rankings as of today have Parkview Baptist 1, North DeSoto 2, University 3, St. Michael's 4, and Loyola Prep 5. In the power rankings, it's Hannon, Grant, Lutcher, and Lusher, and Cabrini. Okay, in the poll, it's DeRitter, Edie White, Cabrini, Lusher, and Sterlington. Okay, so the cream's starting to rise to the top, but not just yet, okay? Um, uh, but I think I'll trust the coaches poll, I think, a little bit more than I trust the power rankings. But the power rankings have to be getting some of these coaches some sweat. In Division Two coaches poll, St. Thomas More is one, Lakeshore, Vanderbilt, Ben Franklin, and Caddo Magnet is one, two, three, four, five in Division Two. Okay, and Division Two power rankings, though, St. Thomas More, Benton, Catton, Caddo Magnet, Houghton, and Ben Franklin. Okay, so uh, Houghton is way up there. Uh, it, the bottom five in the coaches' poll is Benton, Turlings, Neville, Tioga, and Houghton. In the bottom five, uh, Turlings is 10th, Washita is 9th, Neville is 8th, Tioga is 7th, Lakeshore is 6th. Okay, so a little bit different than in the power rankings. Vanderbilt's looking outside in 11, okay, and whereas the coaches have them three. Yeah, they're three, two, and six, but I tell you what, I would watch out for Vanderbilt. In Division One, the coaches poll has Dominican, St. Joe's, North Shore, Mount Carmel, and Captain Shreve, one through five. Uh, in the power rankings, uh, right now it's Captain Shreve, St. Joe's, North Shore, Dominican, and then Barb. Interesting, okay? And in uh, the bottom five in the power rankings, it's Lafayette, Mount Carmel, Pineville, Fountain Blue, and then Mandeville. Okay, in the bottom five in, in the coaches' poll is Dutchtown is 10, Mandeville 9, Fountain Blue 8, SSA is 7, and Bird is 6. So, um, again, some disparity between the coaches and the uh, – the coaches in the uh, power rankings, again, it's the power rankings that matter. There's a lot of coaches who know how to play the power ranking game. Uh, I consider myself one of those coaches that does not. <laughs> okay, now let's go to the boys, okay? And the boys, uh, we'll go with the coaches poll in Division Four first. Um, in Division Four, the coaches have Pope John Paul II on the top. They beat Lakeshore and tied Ben Franklin. I think that's a statement about Ben Franklin more than it is about Pope John Paul II. I think Ben Franklin is in a position to make a run this year. Number two is Episcopal. They beat Central Lafouche, Zachary, and St. Thomas Aquinas. Uh, Newman beat John Errett, tied University, and then, uh, excuse me, lost to University 3-1, to one, then tied Parkview Baptist. So kind of interesting with the boys. Four, Northlake Christian beat Salmon and Archbishop Shaw. Uh, number five, Episcopal Acadiana lost to Sulphur, one to nine. We've been hearing some good results from Sulphur, and maybe they have a, they're have they making a run this year. Okay, uh, go to Division One, so it's hard to 
to say how I feel about that. Episcopal Acadiana is 2-3-1 and one right now. St. Thomas Aquinas probably be dropping out of the top 10 this week. They lost to Dunham and Episcopal. Uh, Dunham um, beat St. Thomas Aquinas, but they only lost to St. Michael's 2 to nothing. All right, Mattery, uh, Country Day is still undefeated. They beat Thomas Jefferson uh, and then Salmon. Holy Savior Menard is ninth. Uh, no reported scores for them. Catholic New Iberia lost to Lafayette and then beat Senior High. New Iberia Senior High, I mean, excuse me, tied them one-to-one, which is basically like a win. And Ascension Episcopal has no results. Okay, uh, the only other teams that I think we need to watch out for, Covenant Christian beat South Lafouche and Allender, lost to Bell Chase, and then their game with my team was canceled because of the rain. Um, and Let's see, Christ Episcopal lost to Leesville. They haven't won a game yet. I think that's pr- pretty uh, remarkable. Uh, Westminster's 3-4-0, and they beat Grant 5 to nothing. I think Homer Christian, they're 3-1-1. One, one. They beat Sarah Reed and then tied Patrick Taylor. So maybe they're not as strong as uh, as as they maybe should be. Okay, now in the power rankings in Division Four, uh, it's Episcopal, Pope John Paul II, River Oaks, <laughs> Washita Christian, and St. Charles is one through five. Then you have Perennial Powers, Northlake Christian, and Isidore Newman, uh, six and seven. Grace Christian, Morris Jeff with a one one and two record. But power rankings wise, that puts them ninth, and then Rapids tenth. So the top 10 in the power rankings really doesn't match the top 10 in the coaches' poll. All right, in Division Three, uh, the coaches have Vanderbilt first, uh, and they beat Holy Cross 6-1, okay? That is a tremendous result. So uh, Vanderbilt might legitimately take all 10 first-place votes. Lusher is second, no reported scores. Bozier... Uh, is third, and they beat St. Fred 7-1. to one. Um, University beat Turlings, and then beat Newman 3-1. to one. So ULAB is there. Uh, Archbishop Hannon uh, lost to Shaw, and then tied Parkview Baptist. So watch out. Hannon is still where we kind of think they would be. Leesville beat Grace Christian 5 to nothing, and they're 10-1-0. Loyola Prep Beat Natchitoches Central, but then lost to Division One Captain Shreve. They're seven. Noma beat Pearl River, and then lost to Morris Jeff. So Morris Jeff's got my attention right now. Um, uh, St. Louis Catholic um, beat North Vermilion, and then tied Barb. Okay, crosstown rival, and St. Michael's beat Dunham, which that's a hard thing to do. And uh, they're they're crosstown rivals, two to nothing. Um, other teams I think we better pay attention to, Parkview Baptist, uh, Todd Newman, and Archbishop Hannon. They're 4-1-2. and two. David Thibodeau um, beat Glamora and Como, but then lost to Walker 2-1. to one. But that, that's a good score. Walker's not bad. They're well coached. Haynes beat Kenneth Discovery, but then only lost to Ben Franklin 3-0. Um, Morgan City is 8-1-0. They beat South Lafouche and Terrebonne. Uh, Kenner Discovery beat Patrick Taylor, but then lost to Haynes. Um, De La Salle beat Helen Cox, and then um, Buckeye beat Grant. So in Division Three, it's Vanderbilt, Lusher, Bozier, University, Hannon. But in the power rankings, uh, it's Vanderbilt, Bozier, Leesville, University, and then Lusher. So I think uh, really when it comes to Division Three, our top tens are a real mix. 
in the power rankings, Morgan City, David Thibodeau, Parkview Baptist, Hannon, and then Haynes round out your top ten. And, of course, I just said to you, it's Leesville, Loyola, Noma, St. Louis, and St. Michael. So the power rankings and the coaches' rankings are not in unison. Okay, in Division Two, Holy Cross, we mentioned earlier, is still number one, but they lost to Vanderbilt. East Jefferson uh, beat Dustra Hand six to nothing. Ben Franklin beat Haynes three to nothing, and then tied defending champ for Division Four Pope John Paul zero zero. Cattle Magnet beat Houghton and they lost to Bird. St. Thomas More has no scores. That's fifth. Sixth is Benton. They beat Washita Parish. Bonneville seventh. That's kind of a drop in the coaches' poll. They're five and zero, oh, y'all. Seventh. Uh, I think they're better than that. Live Oak is uh, five three and one. They beat Central Baton Rouge. Neville is ninth, and then Beauchene is six two and one and tenth. Uh, they lost to Nish, and then they beat Cecilia. Other teams you better watch out: Washington Parish beat St. Fred's eight to nothing, but lost to Benton three to nothing. Parkway beat West Parkway beat West Monroe, but lost to Airline. Shaw beat Hannon, and then lost to North Lake Christian. Lakeshore is 1-3-0. and They lost to Pope, and they lost to Fountain Blue. Woodlawn beat Bel Air. They're 5-1-0, y'all. And Northwood Shreveport lost to Airline, but tied Washita Christian. So our top five is Holy Cross, East Jeff, Ben Franklin, Caddo, and St. Thomas More. In the power rankings, however, it's Caddo number one, Ben Franklin number two, East Jefferson, Bonneville, and then Holy Cross is your top five. I tend to lean towards the power rankings more than the coaches' poll in this case. In the power rankings, Washita, Parrish, Neville, Woodlawn, Benton, and Bo Shin make the top, uh, make the uh, bottom uh, half of the top ten. Whereas in the coaches' poll, it was Benton, Bonneville, Live Oak, Neville, Bo Shin. I think the power rankings have it right. Um, what do you think? You can get in touch with us again at Monday Night Football at M-N-F-U-T-B-O-L on Twitter or on Facebook. All right, Division One is still rolling with a head of steam. Catholic Baton Rouge beat Southside and tied Brother Martin as the number one team in the coaches' poll. Jesuit is the number two team. They're undefeated uh, with a 6 nothing win with Hornville. St. Paul's uh, beat Denham Springs and tied St. Amont. Uh, St. Amont is fourth below them with their tie with St. Paul's. Alexandria beat Captain Shreve. Southside is six, but they lost to Catholic Baton Rouge. Uh, Brother Martin, uh, I just told you, uh, tied Catholic. Denham Springs lost to St. Paul's and then tied Dutchtown. Rummel, watch out for Rummel. They beat East St. John eight to nothing. Captain Shreve beat Loyola Prep and then lost to Alexandria. Sulphur beat Sam Houston and Episcopal of Acadiana. Other teams you better watch out for. Dutchtown tied Denham Springs. Bird beat Ruston and Caddo Magnet. Pineville beat Airline but lost to Baton Rouge. Uh, Slidell lost to H.L. Bourgeois, but they're 3-1-1. One, one. Mandeville's undefeated, and they beat Zachary, sitting outside the top 10. H.L. Bourgeois uh, is 9-1-1. One, one. They beat South Terrible and Lutcher and Slidell. Uh, Lafayette beat Catholic New Iberia. Baton Rouge beat Pineville, and Fountain Blue beat East Ascension and Lakeshore. So in Division One, the top ten is Catholic, Jesuit, St. Paul's, St. Amant, and Alexandria. In the power rankings, uh, it's Jesuit, St. Amant is second, Catholic, Baton Rouge, Alexandria, and St. Paul's. 
Now, in the in the power rankings, six is Rummel with Sulphur, Brother Martin, Pineville, and Southside rounding out the top ten. And in the coaches' poll, it's Southside at six. Brother Martin, seven. Down of Springs, Rummel, Captain Shreve, and Sulphur. I don't know. I, I think when it comes uh, to comparing the coaches' poll with the power rankings, it, uh, it's a flip of the coin. I still think we got a lot more soccer to be played. But I tell you what, I don't think we have a clear front runner in Division One this year. Uh, it looks like Baton Rouge, I mean, excuse me, Catholic of Baton Rouge is, is ready to roll. But uh, I think they have some formidable opponents underneath them. So hopefully uh, it's going to be a fun playoff race, but we still got weeks to go before we get to that point. Again, I think a lot of our seasons are made or broken in the next three weeks. I really do. Because uh, holiday vacations really breaks into the routine, and the games that we play during the holidays really, really count. And some people decide not to play games, and it really bites them in the end. So uh, a lot of the uh, – Stuff we're going to be talking about in February is going to be determined in the next couple of weeks. So we'll keep an eye on it for you on Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. This is Coach Alan Ritter, about to go to a game. I wish you and your family the very, very best. Enjoy your third week of Advent. God bless you and your family. Carpe diem in Christ.